0: Pass Around the Smile is like your go-to friend, the one that lifts you up and backs you to the end. She's there to guide and inspire, challenge and teach, and remind you that your best self isn't out of reach. Self-development, manifestation, self-love, and more, it's time to trust the process more than ever before. Welcome to Pass Around the Smile the podcast. I'm your host, Cleo Massey, and I am so glad you're here. Let the magic begin. Hello and welcome back to the Pass Around the Smile podcast. Today's episode is part two of the Money Mindset episode. So if you haven't listened to part one, I definitely recommend going back and listening to that episode before you listen to this episode. That episode you guys just absolutely loved and related to so much, which just made me so happy. A little overview, even if you forget, I mean, I record these episodes myself and plan them and even I forget what I talked about. So I went back and listened and I was like, oh, I like this. And I kind of took some of my advice because it's crazy how life happens and you forget and you change your perspectives and your ideas on things and you forget that, I guess, what you once believed and sometimes it's a nice reminder of what you should have changed or you shouldn't have changed if that makes sense but yeah so it's always nice to listen back so even if you have listened but you forget I talked all about feeling worthy and deserving around wanting money and wanting money unapologetically. I think that sometimes it can seem quite materialistic to manifest money, but I talked about how we all deserve money because money is just energy and there is an abundance of it going around for everyone. So we kind of talked about the guilt that we might feel around manifesting money, uh, the greed that we might feel and how we definitely shouldn't feel that and how that is definitely a block in manifesting abundance toward you. Uh, We talked about manifesting things that may seem materialistic. Like let's say, for example, if you want to manifest a new handbag, I kind of talked about how you are absolutely allowed to want a new handbag if you want, but there are different ways to go about manifesting these things to kind of put a meaning and a reason behind wanting something that may seem materialistic, how that really helps your manifestations. I shared a couple of my own manifesting stories around money, how I went from a really, really bad relationship with money to a really quite Good and easy relationship with money. I talked about some kind of vision boards and photoshopping things I did with my bank account to manifest more money. I talked about attaching a feel good emotion to when you're doing things like checking your bank account or you know, you're at a restaurant, you think the is going to be split and you start feeling sick and, you know, worried about how that's going to go. So I kind of talked about attaching a feel good emotion and changing the way that you look at things there. Um, but yeah, so we talked about a lot Around the energetics around money, jumping up your standards, your language and dialogue. That was all in the first episode. And now I've just had so many requests for a part two. I have more of my own stories I'm gonna share. I'm gonna answer some of you and my community's questions, and yeah, it's gonna be a good one. So I wanted to jump right in with something that I have noticed. And What I've noticed, this has like gone on for years and years, and I guess I've only just realized how powerful these statements are that are kind of glorified and maybe like laughed at, looked at in a humorous way. And we do it as like a self-deprecating, almost not just self-deprecating, though, almost like a protective mechanism as well, where we will say things like, I'm so broke, like, I, oh God, if I had a dollar for every time, or, oh, I wish I could afford that. Like, oh, there's bank account says no, you know, and we kind of glorify these statements and we make them funny and we all laugh and we all relate. And it does create that sense of, you know, especially if you're in a group of friends and you know that there are other people who might be struggling with money, it creates that sense of connection. But what we're doing when we're saying these things is we're using our dialogue, of course, in a really, really negative way. And what we want to do is we want to really watch our vocabulary about how we're talking about money, because you'll notice that if someone said, I am so rich, like I just have so much money coming in, like abundance just flows to me freely. It's not really glorified, is it? It's not really accepted in the way saying, oh, I'm so broke is accepted, which is kind of funny. And I think we should like try and change that, especially in our little community here. There may be a lot of other people outside of the Pass Around the Smile community that wouldn't agree or wouldn't understand, but it's not up yourself. It's just hopeful. It's manifesting. It's being positive, you know, saying things to other people who understand the kind of journey that you're on. Like, oh my God, I'm just really enjoying being around money at the moment and spending money. And I just feel like it's coming to me more easily rather than as a protective mechanism to let everybody know that you don't have enough money that you can't spend, that you can't go to the movies because, you know, you don't have enough projecting that energy out, giving that projection to not only the people around you to believe that truth about you, but also putting that projection out to the universe saying, I don't have enough. I don't have enough money. I will never have enough money. Money doesn't come easily. You want to do the opposite. So let's glorify some statements that are more, you know, positive about money. So I want to talk about some different ways that we can see things like going off Wayne Dyer's quote, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change money wise. So let's say you get a bill in the mail, your first response, depending on what kind of place you're in at the moment might be stress, might be that kind of fight or flight like, you get anxious straight away, you feel sick in the tummy. So how can we turn that around in money mindset episode one? Um, In part one, sorry, I talked about attaching a feel good emotion while doing something else that makes you feel good at the same time as doing the thing that makes you feel bad. So, for example, when I was in LA and I would have to check my bank account and kind of transfer some funds and whatever, it would make me feel so sick and awful. So, what I did was I did something fun at the same time, whether it was eat my favorite chocolate bar, FaceTime Luke at home, look at a picture of my dog, or whatever it was, I would do something at the same time to kind of distract myself and slowly but surely it kind of became a habit and then I was able to go from a yucky emotion to a nothing emotion where I felt nothing and then I was able to attach that feel-good emotion that the chocolate bought or that the FaceTime bought or the music or whatever I was doing bought to checking my bank account. So let's say you get that bill in the mail right and you're what you believe is your truth right now is that you don't have enough money to pay it, right? You believe that that is your truth. You do not have enough money, that this bill came really unexpected, that it's unfair, that this always seems to happen, that you can't quite catch up ever, you know, like one thing after another. First of all, look at the way that you're thinking, looking looking at the way as well that you are looking at this thing quite negatively, if those are the things that are kind of coming up in your minds. Now, how can you turn that around? How can you change that? It can be really tricky if your actual truth is that, you know what, you might have to borrow money to pay that or you are in debt and it's going to be a real struggle. You know, you might have to get some cheaper meals this week. It depends what situation that you are in. But fortunately for a lot of us, a bill can be paid. But our truth is that we don't want to pay it. We would rather not. We would rather spend it on other things that we want. So how can we turn it around? Maybe you can turn it around looking at it like if you do have the money to pay it, that I am so thankful that I actually have the money to pay this. If you don't have the money to pay it, but you know you're going to work out a way to pay it, I am so thankful that I can easily work out a way to pay this. I know it can be hard, especially if you're in the trenches at the moment feeling really negative, but you're only going to help yourself by turning it around. I had someone post in the Facebook group the other day, they were doing their gratitude statements, but they were a bit upset because they got a speeding fine. Fair enough, that would upset all of us. But what I said is, can we change the way that you're looking at this? Have you? Can you maybe think of it in a way that's like, oh, I haven't got a speeding fine in so many years. Like this is my first one in so long or again, thankful that you can pay it or thankful that it wasn't worse, thankful that you weren't going more over the speed limit. When we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. And when we change our thoughts and our energy internally, things externally around us begin to shift and change because it's just energy matching energy. And of course, on some days, this is going to be easier said than done. On some days, we just cannot get out of those negative And if we are really struggling with money, it can be a really, like I've been there and it's a really... It's a hard place to be in because you feel so restricted and helpless. But the thing is, is the only person who can get you out of this situation is you. And the exciting thing is that it is your mind that is so powerful and that will get you out of this situation. So you have a choice to make. You have a choice to dwell in the debt or you have a choice to rise to the abundance that is available to you and available to everyone around you. Something I did mention in the past part one episode as well, is getting really comfortable in The feeling and the flow of abundance. So where do you feel abundant? Do you feel abundant when you go for a walk on the beach looking at the beautiful mansions? Do you feel abundant when you are with a certain group of friends who just seem to have like no care in the world about money? Do you feel abundant when you watch Sex in the City or whatever it is, it's going to be different for everyone. And of course, this doesn't always just have to be attached to money, but this is a money mindset episode. But abundance, very often is attached to the feeling of freedom that you get when you're with your family or when you're, you know, at a theme park having fun or whatever it is. Abundance is everywhere and we can choose to feel into it. When I manifested money over in LA, I was in Venice Beach and I was surrounded by beautiful houses, the beautiful beach, the kind of theme park on the water. Families were out on holidays, having fun, buying ice creams, eating, eating, eating out and spending money looking like they weren't thinking about it. And I sat in that frequency, like I sat in that vibration and I looked around at them and I felt the feeling of abundance. And I really do believe that that is what raised my vibration enough to attract the money that I needed at the time. Before we jump into some of the community's questions and then I'll tell some of my stories as well, I found a little segment quote thing that I wrote down in my journal a few months ago and I actually really liked it and I thought it could inspire you guys and that you could use it as well. And I had written down, I am thankful for money because it allows Luke and I to live an abundant life of freedom and remind us of what we deserve. And I really liked that because as I've mentioned and opened up to you guys before, I have personally in the past felt greedy for wanting more and for asking for more when I my truth was that I have enough and I should be kind of quiet and just be happy with what I've got. And while there's elements of that, that is really kind of mindful and grateful. I was going too far in literally saying to the universe, like I have enough, like stop. I've got to stop wanting more and asking for more because I have too much and I don't deserve it. But this statement, I think is really nice because yes, I am kind of putting out to the universe that I deserve money and still in my head, I'm working on money, not just being a materialistic thing that we want, that it's okay that I desire money. But I like how it's, I'm thankful for money because it allows Luke and I to live an abundant life of freedom. This is why we want the money. And it reminds us of what we deserve because everyone deserves money. And just because you manifest $20,000 doesn't mean that someone else can't manifest $20,000 as well or more. There is an infinite abundance of everything to go around. And when we focus on what is for the highest good for all, for for our family, for the world, that is when things do come. Okay, so let's move on to one of your questions. So this one is from Catherine, and it's a really good question. And actually, I think I'm going to struggle to answer it a little bit. So I hope this is helpful still. So it says, I've worked really hard to keep my relationship with money a healthy one and with a mindset of abundance. What I struggle with is how can I relay that to my young kids without them constantly asking me to buy them things and me saying no in a way that doesn't reflect a negative money mindset. I grew up with the saying money doesn't grow on trees and I don't want that to be passed on to my daughters but I struggle with what to say to them without saying things like we can't afford it it's a waste of money not today etc such such a good question I'm not a parent so I feel like I'm not going to give the best advice but I will give it a go First of all, I think you should give yourself a huge pat on the back for being so aware and for being so gentle and kind and caring about what you want to pass down onto your daughter's mindset wise. I think that's so beautiful and it's really inspired me as well. So I think the first thing I would say is maybe switching the whole kind of idea of it being around money to be around gratitude. So I guess kids have no filter. So when they're at the shops, it's, I want this, I want that, I need this, I need that. And maybe it doesn't need to be about money. It needs to be about more like, well, you don't need that because you have, you know, this toy at home or like, we don't need another lolly today. We had it yesterday or whatever it is so switching it like it doesn't always have the no doesn't have to involve money if that makes sense and I guess for you what makes you feel at ease and free-flowing about money is there some statements like money comes and goes as it needs to for example like if if that's a statement that relaxes you maybe if you kind of embody that energy a little bit more the energy will just be naturally passed down onto them and I think sometimes saying things like you don't have to say we can't afford it it's just a you know it doesn't have to be about money does that make any sense at all I think what I'm trying to say is distract it away from the idea of the reason that they are not getting this is because you don't have enough money. Because that's also something that you need to change in your mindset, Catherine, is that if you are you know at the shops and, oh, you would love to get your daughters this toy, for example, but in your head, you're going, we can't afford it. Well, then I think the problem starts there. So the problem needs to be fixed in your mindset first so can you see it another way can you see it in a you know what they've already got so many beautiful toys that are so similar or you know what they have a birthday coming up we will wait until then so detaching the the no the reason that you are saying no from money like detaching it from the reason being money and if you start doing that in your head it's going to have a flow on effect as well because of course we have to say no to kids like you can't say yes to everything but I love that you want to do it in a positive way that has them feeling you know, protected and good as they grow up and start to earn their own money. So I think watch what your mind is saying, watch what your energy is doing and distract yourself away from the reason that you don't want to get this thing being around money. There are other reasons that you can blame it on and start blaming it if that's what you need to do at the start to help you get to the point where that is your truth. Does that make sense? So if you need to start kind of distracting yourself by doing some blaming things like, you know, no, Christmas is coming up, like just wait and see or like, no, I've I've got a better idea around the corner. Just hang on or oh look at that over there or whatever it is to help distract your mind away from feeling defeated because you think that you don't have enough money to purchase this thing. Start using those kind of distraction and blame techniques and slowly but surely it will become a habit where your reasons behind saying no are really valid and calm and nice and kind of educational, I guess, like moving forward. So I really hope that helps. Again, I, <laughs> I don't know if that will help at all, but that that's my thoughts for now. Okay, so let's get another question up. Okay, so Rhiannon, identifying money blocks is her first question. So you want to look at exactly how you feel when people talk about money, when you open your bank account, when you receive money. So when you receive money, you probably feel abundant and good and free flowing and excited, right? What about when you get that bill? How do you feel? So journal out exactly how you feel and if they are negative emotions like frustration, lack, uh, you know, feelings of not enough, feelings of restriction, then you know that there is a block there. Because you know that if you are going to then use the law of attraction to try and manifest money, that you have some blocks that are making you feel sick and stuck and restricted when thinking about money. So to identify the blocks that are blocking you specifically from manifesting money, simply look at how you feel around money. What is your relationship with money like? Again, we talked in, about this in part one where I had a terrible relationship with money for so long because money is just energy and money. My relationship with this energy was so negative and I was literally like repelling money away from me with the thoughts and the feelings that I was having around money. So identifying blocks, simply check in with how you feel around money, journal it out and then create some mantras that contradict that and start moving away from those blocks by doing the opposite. And it might take time, but that's okay. Your next question, Rhiannon, was manifesting to clear debt. So the blocks will really help. Once you clear the blocks, you will then be able to successfully manifest. But what I want you to do is to absolutely get rid of the word debt out of your vocabulary because it's a really negative word. Just get rid of it and see how we go. And this is, I like that these answers are quite simple because they are doable and. It's exciting because they are doable and simple, yet they're really strong and effective. And then you also said breaking through just having enough, like just enough, just got there. That's a limiting belief. That is a belief that is sitting in your subconscious mind, possibly has been there from a young age where you believe that you are only just getting by. That you just have enough, that you, you know, get money and then it goes again, or whatever it is. So, switching that around, trying to figure out where that came from so you can release it and raising your standard. See, we all kind of set these standards in our minds, like these goals, or this idea of when I get to that amount, I can only save to that amount and then it kind of goes, or whatever. But that is our own limiting belief. That is like, that doesn't have to be true. We're just kind of holding on to that truth because that's what we know. And that's what has been shown to us as our truth in the past few years or whatever it is. So I would set some new standards for yourself, set some new goals, raise the bar higher, and then you will be manifesting and more open to more abundance rather than the abundance that will only get you to that set standard of just enough. Shannon's question, thinking other people deserve it more than I do. So first of all, I want you to know, Shannon, that this is so common. Uh, Yeah, I've felt this before. I know probably everyone listening has felt this before, but like I said earlier, there is an infinite amount of abundance, money, free-flowing energy to go around for everyone. So really leaning into the belief that just because you manifest money doesn't mean that other people can't. And actually, I see it as the opposite. Shannon, let's say if you set a goal, right, and you manifest this big, beautiful amount of money that's going to help you take your you know, loved ones to Disneyland or whatever it is that you might want to do, that will inspire those around you to want more, to manifest more, to know that they are deserving of more. So see it, try to start to see it as the opposite, as actually, you know what, if I manifest more, I'm like serving others around me, showing them, leading the way, showing them that it's okay to want money, that you can, you know, do good things with money. And that's the other thing, like we have Grown up with a lot of, well, not all of us, but some of us have grown up with this idea. It's even in the movies that like money is evil and that all the rich people are mean or whatever. But you can do really good things with money. So if you can do really good things with money, Shannon, why would other people deserve it more than you? And further on that, Shannon, you're saying that you don't feel deserving or as deserving as other people. So I think doing some inner work, coming back to the self-love side of things, maybe going back and listening to my self-love episode, why do you think that you are not deserving of this money? Uh, Just being a little bit more kinder and a bit more gentle with yourself. And just, I would do a big journaling session and a card reading session on why you aren't feeling deserving. Because I dare say that you not feeling deserving of money might spill over into other areas of your life where you don't feel deserving of other kinds of success or happiness and that's really awful and you shouldn't because you're amazing and you are just as deserving as everyone else of course and I know deep down you probably know that but you have some blocks and some limiting beliefs that you're needing to work through to bring yourself back up. Okay, Julie's question is a really good one. It's old belief systems and logic about my work. Historically, this job that I have people don't make a lot of money at. This is a really hard one because this is not only a belief that you are choosing personally to just believe in because of your own personal truth. This is a belief that you are leaning even more into because other people and society have said that this role, you only get this much. So it's a really, really tricky one, but I think I want you to just expand to be a bit more expansive. You don't know when things will change or how things will change. And thankfully, things are changing with like, you know, pay rates, especially with like equality in the workplace. I don't know what your job is, but things do change and they can change. You could get a promotion. You could get a different job. You could also have a side hustle that starts as a hobby that ends up making you more money that you're earning in your full-time job. The thing is, you just don't know the possibilities out there. So first of all, acknowledging that it's completely normal that you're having this belief. It's a hard one because it has been kind of inflicted upon you from not only your own beliefs, but from other people as well and standards that have kind of been set throughout the years at this job. But opening up your mind to possibilities, you just don't know what's around the corner. And I think if when we kind of get in that mindset of this is it and I can't get any more and I can't even like begin to manifest because it's not possible, that is a complete block that you are putting on yourself. Of course, you can manifest for more but you can manifest for more in a way that's like new and exciting. So universe, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful that you are showing me different ways that I can make more free-flowing money while still doing the job that I am in and that I love. Uh, So just kind of expanding your thoughts, opening your mind and imagining that the universe, right? Just imagine that the universe has this plan for you that is better than you could ever expect. Just believe for a second. I know it's hard sometimes, but just have faith that the universe has this, oh my gosh, the most epic plan just waiting for you. However, if you are in this belief system that you can't move forward, that you can't make more, that nothing can change, that plan is not going to match your vibration and come into your existence. You're blocking it. So you need to be open to it. Does that make sense? It's kind of exciting me. Like I want to see what happens for you because I think once you release this thought, this belief, this block, that some really exciting things could happen that really surprise you. And not only will it surprise you and excite you in this area of your life, I think it'll really open up some new avenues for you manifesting wise as well, just to know that you are deserving of more and that you are so powerful that you could actually change something that you thought couldn't be changed because it was like a standard set for so many years. Okay, so I wanted to finish off by telling you a little money mindset manifestation kind of story of my own that I haven't told yet. And this happened quite a few years ago. Gosh, it would have been, I don't know, maybe like five or six years ago now. It was in that time where I was struggling with money and my relationship with money wasn't that good, but I was on my way out of it. So I was kind of learning ways to kind of deal and change and open my mind up, change the way I look at things. So we were going on a girl's trip to Byron Bay and I already had some feelings of like, you know, like probably shouldn't be spending this money on this weekend away. But like, obviously, I really wanted to go. It was like all my best friends and we were all available and it was just going to be the best weekend. So I tried to put that all aside, but I couldn't help the feelings on the way there of Restriction of, you know, I shouldn't spend this much at lunch, or I wonder where we're going to go to dinner and how much that's going to cost. And I, at the time, I had paid for the Airbnb and people were paying me back, and not everyone had paid me back yet. So I was kind of like a bit scared. Like I didn't want to push anyone, I didn't want to ask for the money. I knew it was going to come, but I was just in this negative frame of mind about money and the weekend as a whole. And it was really putting a dampener. Do you say that a dampener? Is that a thing? We'll go with it. On my mood and my spirit. So what I decided was when I got there, Instead of listening to these thoughts, instead of allowing them to bring my mood down, that I would do my very best, even though it was so hard because I felt like that little sick feeling in my tummy. I was like, oh God, I have to transfer to my card again. Oh, I haven't got the money, like, you know, whatever. I decided to make a conscious effort to turn it around. So I looked at this epic Airbnb that we were in and I was like, I'm just going to let go and have fun. So this kind of story more is about. Yes, changing the way I looked at things, but just letting go and focusing on the good. I love the quote, count your rainbows, not your thunderstorms. On the way to Byron, I was counting my thunderstorms. I was counting everything that was wrong, everything that I didn't have. I was looking at the lack of instead of the abundance of. My truth at that time was I could afford to have a good weekend, you know, that weekend. And if I really needed, I could borrow money. But like I was fine. It was just that. I was scared and I didn't know where we we're going or what we were doing and I was, yeah, I was scared. So I started to turn it around and as soon as I turn it around and I let go, my energy got really comfortable in this, like we're having a fun weekend, like everything is just so great. I'm here with my friends, or in Byron Bay. Oh my God, it's a beautiful sunset. I would grow and grow and grow on my gratitude, on my feelings and all of a sudden I was completely forgot about the money situation. So we were out at a club on the second night and I gave the guy, a the bartender, a $100 note for one drink. And this sounds like I'm really rich now, giving out a hundred dollar notes, but it's because I paid for the Airbnb in cash. And he handed me back this wad of cash, like of colorful, our money in Australia is colorful, a $100 note plus all these other notes and i was like oh, i went to say something straight away and he literally just walked off i don't know if you know about Byron Bay, but it's, you know, it's a pretty chilled town. They're pretty chill there. Um, I'm not sure what was going on, but he just like wandered off and he never came back. And I turned to my friend and I was like, I just got one drink and he's given me my money back plus more. I can't remember what it was, but it was enough to like really, really excite me at the time. And I just stood there and I was like, I have just been handed like, money. I have literally just been handed cash and I felt like I was really being rewarded for finally letting go and just trusting that money would come to me when I needed it and did it in the most obvious way of like literally here you go and then I'm going to disappear around the bar so you can't even tell me. Like it was just a really cool moment in time and I've never ever forgotten about it. I journaled about it when I got home. It just meant so much to me. And it really changed my perspective of just trust, trusting that when you need something, it will find a way of coming to you if you just let go and allow it to. When we become so controlling and so forced, our energy is that of a restrictive nature. The universe is not going to respond to that, or it is going to respond to that in a restrictive way way that says lack that says like here's another problem here's more money that you need to spend not like oh she's letting go she's having fun let's you know I just felt like I was being rewarded and it was a real reminder of how quickly things can change and not only is it so exciting what you can get and what you can manifest and how things can change what is exciting is simply the art of letting go and being happy in the moment. And for me, enjoying, I was with my friends, I was relaxing, I was not thinking about things that were making me feel crap. I was focusing on the abundance of things, the rainbows around me that were amazing. And then I was gifted more rainbows because that's what I was focusing on. So a reminder to focus on the rainbows, not the thunderstorms, and just open your mind up to possibilities. When we let go, trust and allow, it's really exciting what can come, and if something doesn't come straight away, just enjoy the feeling of trusting and allowing because it feels so much better than not trusting and not allowing. Anyway, I hope you guys like this episode. A reminder to keep going on your gratitude challenge. The Facebook community group is going off and you guys are absolutely loving the challenge. I'm loving it so much. It's really hard. It gets really challenging. And I know you get to a point where you're like, I don't know what else I could be grateful for. You might start repeating some things and it's fine. Just try and put little spins on them, but have fun with it. Like the other day I found myself writing things like, I am so thankful that everything is working out or like just some nice mantras that made me feel, you know, at ease. And A couple days later, it's kind of crazy. That's a story for another day. But things started kind of flowing for me that were really blocked. So it doesn't have to be like something that happened that day. Get creative with it. I am grateful for X, Y, and Z that hasn't happened yet because you're manifesting it. Just have fun and enjoy it. I'm enjoying it and it's really powerful. But I hope you liked this episode. Uh, Join the Facebook group if you haven't already. If you like my episodes, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a review on Spotify or Apple. It really helps me. Um, But yeah, have an amazing day or night whenever you are listening to this.